the same story with a different result. Canes fall to the Rangers inside PNC Arena. I'm your, of course, your host Colin, this is Home Ice Advantage, and this is the rare recap episode of Home Ice Advantage, while friend of the show Adam Gold is out of town. I have graciously stolen his concept uh, because he's not here to defend himself. Mm, that's basically it. Um, the Canes fall inside PNC Arena 2-1, to one, but still clinch a place in the Stanley Cup playoffs thanks to the Florida Panthers losing to the Toronto Maple Leafs who will be inside PNC Arena on Saturday. We'll talk about the goals and hear from the head coach. But before we get into any of that, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Colin Homeice and subscribe wherever you're listening to the show. Play the thing. 9,393 days of frustration. And on the 9394th day of NHL existence, the Carolina Hurricanes have won the Stanley Cup. Welcome to Home Ice Advantage with historical perspectives, modern day deep dives, special guests and a healthy mix of good bad and or hot takes this is the best place for you to learn about your carolina home games i just want to say thank you and i'm looking forward to this challenge it's an honor and i think we're gonna do great things In homage to the man I am straight up ripping off tonight, I am recording tonight's episode on the back porch of my new apartment, so forgive me if you hear a random board, the dog barking, whatever. We're going to start with the silver lining of tonight. First, yeah, playoff team. Yay, woo, we'll talk more about that later. Anderson looked like his old self tonight. When Brynmore chose to put Freddie in again against the... Rangers on Tuesday, he pointed to wanting to get Freddie into a rhythm. All signs still point to Freddie being the guy when the playoffs roll around. And at some point, you have to give him his time to get into gear. And that's what Rod's done here. And it honestly might just be working. We also saw Ranta return to the ice during today's morning skate. So... Maybe he'll be back soon. Maybe it'll be a couple of weeks. It's, it, the goalies are the worst for this. You truly never know until it's day of. This one felt like two playoff teams playing each other as hard as they could as they gear up for potential Stanley Cup runs. Halfway through a dominant fourth period for the Hurricanes, Jack Drury got called for cross-checking Tyler Mott. And you could make the argument that Drury was responding to a hit that sent him back to the dressing room earlier in the period. But you have to let those things go. You just have to. When you retaliate, you risk giving up a call, which Drury did. 11 seconds later, a almost kind of missed call uh, for slashing of Jordan Stahl's stick led to a puck over glass delay of game call against the Hurricanes captain, and the New York Rangers had almost two full minutes on the man advantage. Carolina would allow three shots on net. But then, shortly after killing it off, this happens. Scoot this out. He'll get it to Ajo. Ajo. Got Nates with him. Ajo. Two scores! A missile from the fin, and it's 1-0! 
Tahoe, a little less than 17 minutes into the first frame, beats Shostorkin, glove, high. Carolina would end the first period with a 1-0 lead and then start the second period with a little over 90 seconds on the man advantage thanks to Mika Sabanajad holding Brent Bournes. The Rangers would then kill that off. Then Bournes gets called for holding himself against New York's Vladimir Tarasenko. Carolina would kill that off. The man advantage ends up being a wash in tonight's game, which is a real little disappointing on both sides. Carolina normally expected to win the special teams game just because their penalty kill is absurd. Then Boston, completely absurd. But the Rangers are also fully expected to convert. And for neither team to do anything is just a little disappointing. But you know what? As Hurricanes fans, that's normally a good sign. Except for tonight. Here's Tarasenko. Drop it off for Zibanejad. Ten minutes and 33 seconds into the second period, Panarin ties the game at one, creating space for himself thanks to a tired Brett Pesci and burying the puck into an empty net while Freddie leaves his feet to try to get back in time. Before Panarin tied the game, Carolina wasn't just driving the car. They had custom seat covers and floor mats with a vanity plate that read Stormy, with a dollar sign for the S and a zero for the L. Just under halfway through the game, the Hurricanes held New York to only five shots on goal, three of them coming during the Rangers' five-on-three power play. Halfway through the first, only one of the shots came during five-on-five play. But Panarin's goal broke the ice for New York and neutralized Carolina's momentum. Through 40 minutes, Carolina created 20 scoring chances while only giving up 7 to the Rangers. Each team converted one of their opportunities. The third period was going to be a different story. I'm sure still feeling the burn from Tuesday's loss in MSG. The Rangers tilted the ice in their favor, creating more scoring chances than they had in the previous 40 minutes of game action. Just 4 minutes and 1 second. Into the period, Adam Fox, former Canes prospects, never forget, breaks his 20-plus game goal drought, and the Rangers get the difference maker. By a score of 2-1, to one, the Carolina Hurricanes fall to the victorious New York Rangers inside of their own building, PNC Arena. Okay, everyone, everyone just calm down. I know it sucks because it's the Rangers, But honestly, you give the Rangers too much credit. You give Hurricanes fans as a whole, give Rangers fans an incredible amount of power for nothing. You guys wake up every morning of a Rangers game as if this team has pissed in your Cheerios every day for the past two years. And I gotta be honest with you, why? Like, really, why? Because it's been like this for a while. And you can say, well, it's all the Rangers fans who live in K. First of all, it's kind of a funny joke. Way overplayed. Way overplayed. Super duper overplayed. But overall, you guys just let them do this. You let them be trolls. You let them get into your minds. 
and then get all upset when they win a game. That's what they want you to do. Do you feel this bad when you lose to the Senators? To Winnipeg? No. You know why? Because you don't go looking for that team to talk trash. Now, I'll give you, the Rangers will come to us. But you can just ignore that. No one's saying you have to listen to it. So stop giving them that power. I don't care about the Rangers. I care about Boston. Why would I care about the Rangers? They're nothing. They're a fake original six team that isn't even the first NHL team to play in Madison Square Garden. They're phonies. Stop giving them the power. But I digress. I want to start with Sebastian Ajo's thoughts on the game, and then I'll turn it over to head coach Rod Brindamore to finish the show. Let's hear from Sebastian. It's a great game. Two very good teams. Uh, unreal crowd. Uh, you know, it's fun to play these games for sure. Um, obviously, uh, didn't like the the result, but the effort was there through the lineup. So, uh, you know, uh, and I feel like we played pretty good game overall. It was tight. You know, there was not much going on there. So, uh, yeah, we put that effort in and. Uh, most nights, I like our chances. Now, Fishy doesn't say anything of any actual importance there. That's not why I played it. But that is basically the only thing you're going to hear about tonight's loss from the team. That's the only response I'm going to play. Now that we're switching over to Brindamore, I want to focus on a couple big pitchers. The first one is going to be, I mean, the just lack of scoring. And Brindamore was asked if he was upset the team wasn't able to convert on the absolute dominance that was the forced period. Well, yeah, I mean, we needed to get more, obviously, um, but uh, couldn't really do much better from a period standpoint. Really, honestly, the whole game felt like we were doing exactly what we had to do. We just, you know, gave up, a, took a tiny little breather on one, and, and that's what they do. They, they, it's world, world-class talent. And they made you pay, and you know. But we we did everything we, we we needed to do to win. Just didn't happen. Hearing Brindamore say this made me want to bang my head against the wall. Scoring problem, scoring problem, scoring problem, scoring problem, scoring problem. We don't finish. We can't finish. We create more chances than any other team in the National Hockey League. True fact, look it up. It's us and no one else. If you've ever seen the money puck pies of like the percentages of percentage-wise who will win the Stanley Cup, the Hurricanes are widely favored because of our expected goals against. We're absolutely incredible at creating scoring opportunities. But can we finish them? Here, I have an easy question for you. Do the Carolina Hurricanes lead the National Hockey League in goals for this season? I'll give you two guesses and the first one doesn't count. The answer is no. That would be the Boston Bruins. And it's, again, not because we don't know how to generate it. We just don't have finish. And hey, at least we got Andre Kasha, who played one game. We got Max Pedretti, who played three games. All three of those games, the Hurricanes lost, by the way. And of course, Andres Feshnikov has flashes of being one of the best goal scorers in the league. The problem being, 
none of those three men are in the lineup. One of them will probably never return, one of them might return, and one of them won't be back until at least October. This is a continued problem. Why are we unable to acknowledge it? Yeah, Carolina had all these chances, and every once in a while you're going to get a bounce, and you could have won that game thanks to a bounce. You could have won that game if calls were made. But that's not hockey. You don't get your bounces. You don't get your calls. You still have to go out there and win a game. But I won't die on that hill tonight. Instead, I want to focus on the moment Rod Brindamore found out the team had clinched a playoff spot for the fifth consecutive season. And I promise you, he doesn't react the way you expect him to. Is that what happened? Well, then you know what? We should be happy. You know, you come into the season, your your goal when you hit training camp is to get to that next, give yourself a chance. That's what we got to look at. Like, we kind of get caught up in, oh, we just lost and it's tough. But first of all, I didn't feel like we lost. We got, we lost the game, we didn't get beat. And that's important. That's important. And then secondly, to your point, you're right. I remember that, like, yesterday, jumping for joy because we snuck in or, you know, the last couple games, and here we are with 11 games. And we're, so that says a lot about the group that it's, that's not what we're playing for. So that's good. We have to reset our expectations and remember that none of this matters, okay? Like, no, these last 12 games... Yeah, they're on the calendar, and the points are real, and we want to win them, but none of this matters. None of this matters until 12 games, I guess it would be 13 games from now, whoever we take on in the first round, whether it's New Jersey somehow, the Rangers somehow, Pittsburgh, the Islanders, I don't care, whoever we take on, that's what's next. We can sit here and be disappointed, but... The first round is what's next. Winning four games is what's next. And then four games after that. And then four games after that. And then four games after that. That's what comes next here. So don't get upset. Don't stress about it. This week still matters. This hell week that the Hurricanes are currently in where they play the Rangers home and home. Then they play Toronto. We play Boston. It's just, you know, we got a lot going on this week. Don't let it get to you. We want to win. We want great times. That's not what I'm saying. But don't panic because none of this matters yet. And a lot of this is hopefully everyone getting into gear to throw everything they possibly have into a best of seven series. Don't lose the thread. Not when we've come this far. Not when we went from a bubble team where Peter Morazic makes the famous call. It's in the intros of this very podcast. Win, win, win. Remember that excitement. That's not us anymore. It hasn't been for a while. Eastern Conference Finals are bust. Return now to the first round. I'll tell you what, Tampa doesn't give a dang about their placement. Nope, Toronto. Toronto is what's up next. We care about Toronto. We need to beat Toronto in a best of seven series. Because, you know, all they care about now? The Stanley Cup.
all the Carolina Hurricanes care about now? The Stanley Cup. Thank you, as always, for listening to Home Ice Advantage. If you liked the show, share it with a friend. If you didn't like the show, share it with a friend and make fun of me. I don't care. A listen's a listen. Um, there was a new article out on the Home Ice Advantage blog today about if Bally Sports South will just disappear overnight. Link down below. Until next time, go Kings. <laughs>